Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Happy New Year. Excited to start the new year with the new season of the podcast. Uh, I can't believe we're going into season three. This is this is uh, this is so awesome. Like I, I never would have expected that um, the podcast would be where it is today. Uh, all the friends that that I've made over the last two years, um, and it's just it's just been an exciting thing to 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 have this this podcast and uh, build this community and uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it without all, all without all of you so thank you guys so much for continuing to listen uh, and continuing to share this podcast um, remember if you guys want to reach out to me you can find me on Instagram at wedding photo podcast you can find me on Twitter at del Toro photo and you can also go join uh, the Facebook group all the links are in the show notes below if you want to support this podcast um, I would really love it if you uh, left a review left a five-star rating I think it helps the podcast grow and makes it more discoverable for others to find and share the podcast if you have some uh, photographer friends that you think would enjoy uh, listening to this podcast you know uh send them over send them over to the wedding photo podcast so like i said uh uh, we are excited for the new year uh we're already off to a great start you guys listened to the last episode one of my resolutions was to blog more we're already doing that we're already blogging more uh it's really exciting we're really excited for all our upcoming weddings we still have a little bit of a break um, I don't think we have a wedding until March. So right now we're just busy working on our uh, marketing for our Del Toro Media um, for our other businesses and and just marketing for uh, wedding photography, getting all our blogs set up and uh, also enjoying, you know, the little break that we do get from wedding photography because this year is going to be uh, busy and we're gonna we're gonna have tons of fun so we're looking forward to that uh, the first episode of the season I'm excited I'm really excited for this one guys um, speaking of blogging we had narrative reach out to us and uh, prior to them reaching out I think I had conversations about narrative with uh, Eric McFarland but I never really looked into it they are a company that has um, uh, software that that is used uh, to help uh, photographers and just bloggers in general help um, help make uh, blogging more more efficient and easier and quicker uh, to use. I know I've always struggled. I've talked about it on here. I've always struggled with getting uh, our blogs up and running. And um, they reached out to me and uh wanted me to to give it a try i did i couldn't believe how um how quick and easy it was to to put blogs on there together uh there's a ton of features that they have that are um that are super helpful especially if like you really don't know um where to start or where to go like seo is always a big question for everybody they have some solutions on there uh, uh, for, for marketing, um, as far as uploading your photos and moving them around and putting them where you want them and resizing them, like they make all that stuff easy. And, um, that's what we're talking about on the episode today. On this episode today, I have New Zealand wedding photographer and co-founder 
of narrative, uh, James Broadbent, on to talk about how he got his start uh, as a wedding photographer, how he built his business up. Uh, we talk about the importance of blogging, and of course, we talk about narrative, and he, he gives us all, all the details that you need to know about narrative. And him and his team were also kind enough to uh, share with us a little discount if you did decide that you want to go and give um, narrative a try. You can go over to narrative.so try it for free and if you like it we got a discount code in the show notes for you to use so you can get started and doing all your blogging so i'm excited for this episode i'm excited to have the first guest of the season of the third season of the wedding photo podcast uh, so without further ado i present to you james broadbent James, thanks for being on the podcast. I really appreciate having you on, man. Of course, it's great to be here. <laughs> I um, I understand you're you guys are in New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah, based in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, possibly not the most beautiful part of New Zealand, but uh, it's where most people actually live. So <laughs> we don't all live in in mountains and lakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what's it like living in and uh, photographing in the most beautiful place in the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we spend a lot of time shooting, uh, like down in the South Island and so forth. And there's amazing places you can you can um, drive to from here. But yeah, I mean. We just live in another city, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like California, right? Everyone kind of either thinks we live like in Los Angeles or in Palm Springs, but, you know, there's so many more cities in between. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you know, I, I want people to, to, if they don't know who you are, I want to get a little bit of background about you. So why don't we start with that? Give us a little bit of back, background about who you are and how you got started as a photographer. Yeah, okay. So... Um, as a photographer, where do I start? Um, Go way, way I back. <laughs> <laughs> the first camera I remember using was a disposable film camera. Nice. <laughs> um, my folks used to buy me cameras when I was young. I don't know why, because they had no interest in photography. But oh. um, I used to just like walk around and take photos of like our house and selfies of me in the mirror. I'm sure I shot the first selfie. Um, I know lots of other people would like to claim that they did, but <laughs> it's probably me. Um, really oddly, there was like a photography competition in our school. And um, I think I was like 12 years old and we were given uh, just really, really basic cameras for a week to go out and shoot and I don't, for somehow I took this photo of a building that was one of the winning um, prizes yeah. and I was like 12 years old and I'd never really taken a photo before aside from my selfies in the mirror. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I was, you know, and it's interesting. And, and that was kind of that. I didn't really continue to pursue photography for years after that. I didn't, I didn't study photography in high school. I didn't study photography anywhere. In fact, um, and in 2008, I did this trip where I traveled from India to Europe overland. And it took me about six months. And I wanted to document the the process. And because I knew I was going to, I guess, encounter a whole lot of 
beautiful locations and people. And so I wanted to create a blog and this is when Tumblr was really big. And so I was like, I'm going to make a Tumblr and it's going to be huge. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so I bought my, I bought a Canon 6D um, and a 50L for some reason, I don't know why I bought the 50L. I think I asked one of my friends who was a photographer and I was like, what's your favorite lens? And he was like, oh, it's this prime. Um, and it's really awesome. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy that. And so <laughs> 50 is like the worst lens to travel <laughs> with. Like, if you, Cause you can't shoot wides and you like, it's good for portraits, but you know, like it's not quite a port. I mean, it is a portrait lens, but yeah. it's nothing like, like, 85 or something like that so but it was actually probably one of the best lessons for me because it taught me to move my feet and I was constantly trying to work out like okay I'm trying to tell the story about like this market or these mountains or this scene or something like that and I had to actually really think about it like where do I need to stand to capture that photo um and and how can I frame that and and obviously I was shooting the whole thing on prime um, and so, yeah, I learned to move my feet, which I think was a really, really important lesson early on as a photographer. Um, and I was traveling on my own, so I'd pretty much just shoot all day and then spend every evening trying to work out how to use Lightroom because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and I made a Tumblr blog, as I said, and it, yeah, some people followed it. And, and it and, blew up and that's where you got uh, your start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it blew up. No, not at all. In fact, in hindsight, I'm like, damn it, I wish I did that on Instagram because it might have actually got a little bit more traction. I mean, like, yeah. I think one of my, because you know, on Tumblr, you can reshare the photos. Um, one of my photos was reshared like 100,000 times, but that doesn't mean anything because unless they actually like click through and follow. Hey, in um, 2008, that was I, a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and someone saw that blog, one of my friends from home. And he was like, hey, we're getting married. Um, Would you photograph our wedding? And I knew a few people who were wedding photographers. And I always thought it was like quite interesting because you get paid like a huge amount of money to turn up for one day (laughs) and um, take some photos. And I thought that's what wedding photography was. And I was like, man, I'd love to do that. Like (laughs) rock up like some party for a day and get paid a few thousand dollars and then just go home like how sweet does that sound um sounds easy huh and he was like (laughs) yeah super easy (laughs) (laughs) and he was like cool um how much do you charge and i said to him well my prices start at two thousand dollars for a day He signed right away. And, um, <laughs> and he paid. He paid me $2,000 to photograph my first ever wedding. Oh, man, that's which, awesome. Um, I don't know. I think it was, I don't know, like, I think maybe someone had said to me once, like, if you're ever going to get into weddings, don't charge a small amount because yeah. once you're charging small amounts, it's really hard to to get out of that Yeah, because you kind of get stuck in this rut of budget um, clients and you really, like, early on what do you need you need a good portfolio and what kind of weddings have you know make your portfolio look good they're ones where people have spent you know money on making it look beautiful because i mean that's often what people are looking for um yeah and so from there i just returned from this um the six month trip overseas and like i guess that was kind of the end of the financial crisis and so i had no idea what i was going to do for work and i was like maybe i can just be a wedding photographer mm-hmm. um so i made a little website put some photos up and um 
just started sharing it across my social media. And within a month, I had booked five more weddings and they were all within the next six months. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess I'm a wedding photographer now. And so it kind of sounds ridiculous, but the day I sh- shot my first wedding was the day I became a full-time wedding <laughs> photographer because I didn't have any other work. Yeah. Um, and I just, that's what I, that's all I did. I moved in with my folks and I just spent all day, every day trying to work out how to do this this wedding photographer thing. Um, I was like watching videos on YouTube. I was trying to work out how to set up like a website, my portfolio and like establish pricing packages and work out how to like deliver these images and edit them. And, and, um, and I had the time to do that cause I wasn't doing anything else. Yeah. And, um, shot those six, um, weddings over the, yeah, over the coming six or so months. And then I remember the wedding. So the, the wedding, the first wedding was in January. The wedding that I shot that June, um, it was there was so many flukes about that wedding. But um, it was like a DIY wedding. They did all these really unique things. Like the bride just smiled the whole day, and then um, these wild horses turned up on our photo shoot that was happening at sunset time. <laughs> it was a winter wedding. And then, like, we had these horses, like, running across the back of our photos as they were just, like, cracking up and laughing and, like, like I don't know. It was ridiculous. Um, and it got published in one of the magazines here in New Zealand. And from then on in, it kind of just steamrolled for me, I guess you'd say. And from that June to the following June, I ended up shooting 40 weddings. Uh, so it was a little bit of a baptism by fire in the sense that I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, yeah. but uh, I'm going to do it because what other, what better way is there to kind of, I guess, get into an industry than mm. to just go uh, a thousand percent into it. And, and yeah, when we speak at our workshops, I don't like telling this story because I think <laughs> it feels quite discouraging for the people who are sitting in the audience because they're like well I've been doing this for six months and like I haven't been published and like I didn't book 40 weddings in my first year or whatever um and I I mean I guess we all just have have different ways that we enter into the wedding photography industry and there were so many flukes um for me and like getting those early um that early wedding published um during that time, Facebook was really promoting businesses. Yeah. So I was like, um, I had maybe like a few hundred followers on my Facebook page, but I was getting thousands of people viewing my photos. And so Facebook was driving all of my, um, all of my leads. Uh, Facebook ads were really effective. So I sent, I was running Facebook ads and, um, yeah. And so that pretty quickly grew into, uh, what, is now known as Chase Wild. Cam and I, um, were, who were good friends, we studied at university together, had both got into photography about the same time and we were both independently had started shooting weddings and, and we were just like te- teaching each other everything we knew. We were like, man, I worked out like a really awesome way to do dance photos or I worked out like an awesome way to do this and we would just like catch up every week and tell each other what we'd learn. And then after a while, we were like, why don't we just do this together? Yeah. Like, was he the, new to it the, too, just just like you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we had had studied together, and this is before I did that big trip. And there's this thing that had just come out during that time called Instagram, 
And <laughs> at the time, it was only available on iPhones. Mm-hmm. And we had iPhones and we thought we were like super cool because we had like this new app that had come out. And we used to go out on the weekend and like take photos and post them to Instagram. And that was kind of like how our friendship bonded, which was super fun. Yeah. Um, and that naturally progressed into us going, well, what if we like took photos you know, I mean, maybe that's where that initial interest of me wanting to get that um, that Canon 60 and 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 actually get a little bit more serious about photography came out of. Yeah. And and how did you guys uh, like end up splitting up the like the workload? Where was one of you doing yeah. the editing, or how how did that go about? Yeah. So I think we'd both been shooting weddings for about a year at the time that we decided to join, and what we'd worked out was. The thing that was awesome about wedding photography was shooting the weddings. And the thing that sucked was like running a website, running a social media, running a business, replying to emails, um, promoting your brand, all of that side of things. And we figured, hey, if we join together, then we only have to do half as much of that because there's one brand. And so, but we also, uh, I guess, identified that if we shot the weddings together, then we'd be making half as much money. So it didn't really make sense to, to um, yeah, to join and both shoot together. We we do sometimes shoot together, but uh, 99% of the weddings we're photographing, it's either Cam or myself. So how do we divide it? We just split them as they come in. Like we literally just alternate. And so he takes one and I take one. And if the person comes through and says, oh, you know, you shot my cousin's wedding and I loved the photos, then we worked out, we work out who it was that shot mm-hmm. that wedding. And then that person will take that booking. Otherwise, we just alternate. Yeah. And then each of you were just uh, editing your own weddings too? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, w- literally everything that, either of us would learn we would teach it to the to the other person yeah. because we went from complete amateurs um to i guess shooting weddings full-time at the same time and taught each other everything we knew it that ended up in us establishing almost identical styles in the way that yeah. we shoot and edit uh and yeah i mean if someone it, it, it really happened but if a person ever said to us um you know like do i get to pick who I want, then I would say, yeah, sure. I mean, you can pick, but if you look on the website, you're not going to be able to tell who shot which one. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to work out that this is even shot by two different kind of photographers. Yeah. So, I mean, you can pick a wedding and say you want the photographer from that one. Like, that's that's fine. Um, now we have um, we have an editor who works for us. Um, she works from our office, and um, so we have the same person editing both of our work now, which which works really well as well. That's awesome that you guys had like each other to to fall back on and and you know basically bring each other up like that. That's that's pretty cool. I know when mm-hmm. when I first started, I was um, I worked at a job where I was I worked at a photo studio, and I were I was surrounded by a, a ton of different photographers, different genres, different categories. Uh, but it was really great because when I was you know starting my business i was able to ask them questions about how like they would do how they would handle certain Mm. situations and i would get all this feedback from different people and kind of build my own my own thing um so i think you know having someone that you can like ask about if if you're doing something right or wrong is is pretty great you know 
Yeah, yeah. And now there's so many um, like Facebook groups, like your Facebook group, where like it's awesome to have a space to reach out to people and ask yeah. questions. And but there, that community wasn't quite there when we started, and so yeah, it was super helpful to have someone even just to like bounce ideas off. Yeah. Um, and I think we we were incredibly <clears throat> fortunate that we just worked well together. We're at similar stage. Um, and there was a time where we got like super frustrated at each other one year <laughs> and we almost split the business and then someone convinced us that it'd be better if we didn't. And so we didn't. <laughs> um, so it's like, it's not always smooth sailing, but, uh, it's been really, really awesome for us. And I'm super stoked that we've been able to, to build this company together. Yeah. It's like uh it's a real relationship. I'm glad you guys were able to work work things out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had some counseling and, uh, and and I had to apologize. Oh and man. Then, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so you were the cause. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Uh so uh, you, you you guys have like an editor now. Do you guys also have associate shooters or is it just you guys going out and shooting all the weddings? Yeah, so Chase Wild is just us. Yeah. Um we do actually have another brand. Um it's called the Isles. You can Google it and have a look. This, this is pretty much um exclusively run by Cam, but we get like a thousand inquiries a year and we quite quickly realize that, I mean, we're shooting like 20 each. So we're turning away uh, 960 inquiries a year either because we're unavailable or because we're too expensive. Yeah. And, and we're driving so many leads to our website. We're like, it just doesn't really make sense to be losing like so many of these opportunities. Yeah. So, um, so we made a new brand, which is at a at a, a lower price point, and we have trained up other photographers who who shoot for that brand. And if we're unavailable or out of the price range for the person who's inquiring, then we refer them to the other brand. And um, and yeah, they're photographers who are trained by us. And so the work is the work is pretty similar. Yeah. And then the same editor who's editing our weddings is also editing the weddings for the aisles. Smart. That's good. That sounds awesome. Now, have you guys always been based out of New Zealand? Is that where you guys started? And do you guys solely yeah. just shoot in New Zealand? Because I've seen I've seen you guys do a lot of traveling too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> just think a little bit. Photo- <laughs> Weddings in maybe sixteen different countries. Oh man! Um, so from the outset, we we kind of just decided. I mean, we were we were young. We we're now like early mid twenties, and we were like, we want to travel. We want to shoot people all over the world, and so we kind of established very early on that we wanted to have an international brand. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we actually to do that and to establish those relationships overseas, we decided that we were going to start this. Um, uh, I guess this. We, we decided that we were going to write stories about the most influential photographers around mm-hmm. the world, and so we planned this trip where we traveled through America and Europe, and we were going to um, like get in touch with people we really looked up to, and just say, "Hey, we're writing stories about the people behind the cameras. Can we write a story about you?" And we'd come and like knock on the door of like at the time, like you know, Jonas Peterson. He was like the biggest name in the industry, and we like went over and visited him and got to know him and like 
and and a whole bunch of other photographers who are now like good friends of ours yeah. because we got to go hang out with them um, and just talk to them about them and their life and we like wrote stories about them and shared them and it just so happened that those relationships that we built um, with those photographers um, turned into like awesome friendships where they would refer us work and we would refer them work in New Zealand and so forth and so we were able to quite quickly um, uh, shoot quite a like, yeah, a large amount of international work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm not traveling nearly as much as I was because uh, obviously I now um, run narrative, but uh, we were sort of on the road for four to five months of the year each year during our our peak, you might say. Yeah, spending most of our time up and around and near Europe. And, and thereabouts. Fun fact, if you Google Faroe Island wedding photographer, we show up as number one. <laughs> so have photographed quite a few weddings in the Faroe Islands. Nice. I'm not, I haven't checked that recently. It might have shifted, but um, yeah. And, and so I guess, uh, yeah, we can talk about this more when we talk about narrative, but we quite quickly realized the benefit of um, – SEO and blogging and especially as um, Facebook started to teeter off and, yeah. and wasn't as as strong as, as a way to generate leads and and we sort of identified look the same thing's going to happen to Instagram one day as well yeah. right like it's pretty soon that Instagram is going to start to push down businesses and start to lift up yeah. um, your personal profiles and so we need to have uh we need to be able to generate our own leads and not be reliant on this other external company to be able to do that. And so having a strong blog and, and awesome SEOs is what does that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did want to talk about that. When when you guys first uh, started Chase Wild, started, you know, getting more inquiries, what did you guys do? <clears throat> Excuse me. What did you guys do to build like clientele? What kinds of resources did you guys have at the time? Mm. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier, like at the at the time, Facebook ads were really, really efficient. Yeah. Um, and I don't think many wedding photographers had quite cottoned on to the fact that and, and they actually still are. I mean, we were we were paying like twenty cents to get an engaged woman uh on our website in our who's based in our city. Like that's ridiculous. That's so cheap. <laughs> and then, you know, how many of but and how many of them do you need to land on your website until you get an inquiry? And how many of them do you need to inquire until you get a booking? You know, yeah. like you work out the unit economics of that and it's like it's like it's free money basically. Yeah. Um I think you pay a little bit more now, but it's still it's still pretty good. Um, as opposed to like Google, you pay like five bucks to get somebody on onto your website and you don't even know if they're engaged. Yeah. And so like it could just be another photographer you're paying to to have to get them on. Um, now, almost all of our work comes through referrals from from weddings we've already photographed, or or through SEO in our blog. And we've worked really hard to um, to build a really strong um, blog that that, as I said, I mean um, we 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 rank really well for a whole bunch of locations and venues and then just generally in google image search um we make sure that all the images from our blogs 
also rank for different keywords that yeah. that couples might be uh, searching for leading up to their wedding. And so um, that's mo- where most of our, I yeah. guess, lead generation comes from at this stage. You attribute that all to like your blogging and SEO. Um, mm. When um, so so. Y- it sounds like you guys were early adapters of a lot of these things like Instagram, Facebook, because I do remember them being around. I was I was an Android user when, when Instagram first came out. I remember having to <laughs> wait for it to come out, and I had friends that had iPhones, and you know they were already on Instagram. They were bragging about it, and uh, I remember talking. <laughs> I uh, I uh, my friend Eric, who's who's on here quite often, he he was an early ad- adapter as well, and uh, we always joke because I used to give him a lot of crap about Instagram, and then as soon as it came onto Android, I mean, I was on, I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so you you guys started blogging. How how did the idea for a narrative come about? Yeah. So um, maybe we should just sort of uh, share what narrative is, yeah, yeah. in case anyone hasn't heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, narrative is a, an app that you install on your computer, which allows you to build image heavy blog posts really quickly. It allows you to create beautiful like beautiful layouts. Um, as the name suggests, to tell a story um, and publish that directly to your existing website, if that's WordPress or Squarespace or whatever. And the process of building a blog post was always such a big pain point for me. Um, It it used to take me a day to build a blog post because I'm so meticulous about the process because I want to make sure the SEO is right because I want to like really allow that story to unfold um, I would spend a lot of time um, jumping back into Lightroom, re-editing images so that they look good alongside where they're sitting in that story. Um, and it just felt like, hey, this is way more painful than it needs to be. Like, if you want, if you perform narrative, if you wanted two images side by side, you had to stitch them together in like some other platform and then upload them. And then if you realize that oh, I want to re-edit one of them, you've got to go back to Lightroom, re-edit it, stitch it back together, delete the old one off the website, re-upload the new one, then reposition it. And I was like, we can solve this problem like super easy. So with um, narrative, if you want to re-edit an image, you just re-edit it into Lightroom, export it again, and then it just overwrites in the existing image yeah. in, the, in, the, um, in the blog post. Um, I wanted to be able to build blog posts offline because – I was traveling a lot. I was on airplanes. I was in hotel rooms um, that had really bad Wi-Fi. And so I was like, we need a platform that works without the internet. Um, I guess I also just felt like everyone's blogs looked exactly the same. And so when we started to think about what we could create if we were going to build a platform which would allow people to build build blogs, we were like, we want to make something that people can start to – have a, a whole lot more freedom in the way that they design. And so we wanted people to be able to work with negative space um, to, to create beautiful layouts on their, on their blogs. And I think the reason why all of this is important is because your blog is kind, your website and your blog, they're the most purest form of your portfolio. Uh, if someone's thinking about booking you, they're looking at your website and they're looking at the blog posts of what you've created. Um, and and so yeah it's 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 one of the most important parts of of um 
of sharing your work and, and generating new leads. Yeah. I love what you said about how, how long it used to take you. I mean, I was telling you earlier, uh, narrative couldn't come at a better time for us. Uh, my wife is, uh, she does all our editing and she was the one building all our blogs and they would, mm-hmm. they would take forever. And, um, it would take us, yeah, like a whole day to do it. Um, it was a pain. We had to upload every single photo. That, for some reason, took time no matter how small our files were. And then we had to, like, you know, go into the settings for each photo and choose all these different things that we wanted. And all we wanted to do was just kind of drop them all in and move them around. And mm-hmm. and I was telling you that, you know, prior to, to narrative, we, we hadn't blogged in over a year. You know, in fact, on, on my last episode, I talked about um, uh, New Year's resolutions. And last year, I did a New Year's resolution episode. And my resolution was to blog more. And I never blogged more. <laughs> <laughs> I never blogged once. <laughs> and uh, and I started using narrative. And I, I, I was I in, in one day, I had like five blogs ready. And right now, we have blogs ready to go out once or twice a week for the next couple months. Like, it was, it's so easy, man. That's epic. How long have you been using it now? <laughs> uh, maybe a month. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Th- that makes me so happy. I mean, like, that's why we created narrative, right? And yeah. there's so many awesome success stories yeah. um, from our users as well. I think if you go to our website um, and you go forward slash SEO, there's a bunch of um, like testimonials from people talking about yeah. how with using the SEO yeah. um, features and narrative, they've been able to get like more bookings. They've, their their posts are finally showing at the first page or the top of yeah. Google, and people are like, "I booked my first international booking or whatever." Um, and it, yeah, it's so cool yeah. to see uh, that as someone who kind of imagined how blogging could be better and yeah. you know and have been able to do that and, and give that to people yeah so, it really yeah. it really did work and and you know when it comes to to things that work like i i tend to become like a, a nerd over it right so like we i got so excited about it that like we went on vacation and you know one morning that i i i wake up earlier than 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 most of my family. So one morning I would wake up and I was excited just to open it up again. And I put together like two or three blogs. And then, and then when I, we got back from vacation, you know, before I start my day, I'll, I'll like, you know, I want to put a blog together real quick just cause it's so easy to do it. It was, yeah. it was kind of like, it was fun. I was looking forward to, to put them together, you know, now I've slowed down cause I yeah. got, I got most of them ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I actually, since using narrative, I now make a blog post for every single couple that I that I shoot with. And um, you know, like a lot of photographers will send through a sneak peek, like a small selection of images yeah. after the wedding. I after the day, like or the Monday after the wedding, when I get back to my office, I edit twenty images and I make a small blog post and I get all of that SEO stuff in there. So yeah. I get like locations um get keywords on all of the images and obviously the couple's name and so forth and then i share that with them and it's just like additional opportunities for you to um to rank well in google and sometimes people even just go 
oh, who was like the photographer for Sam and Jane? And 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 so they just Google that and, and it's going to be the first thing that shows up now. And there's a really nice, like very small curated blog post. And even if the wedding, like the whole day didn't work out perfectly and you're like, this wouldn't be like a feature piece for me, you know, yeah. you're putting in like the best 20 images. It's going to look awesome. Yeah. Um, and you, they don't link from our homepage. Um, they're all unlinked pages, but they all um, rank really well in Google as well. And, yeah. and so – it's awesome to be able to just quickly throw them together as well. So let's talk uh, about some of like the key features on narrative. If you want to run us through some of like the, you know, like the main, the main things with narrative. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, I guess I talked about how you can create unique layouts. You Mm -hmm. can work with negative space. It's super easy to just drag and drop to put images side by side and side by side images are actually two separate images they're not stitched together. So narrative builds the HTML for that blog post and that gets loaded into your into your website. So uh, for those images that sit side by side, if you have like a Pinterest button on them, they can actually pin one of them. Or when they show on Google image search, sometimes you see like two stitched images for, from someone who doesn't use narrative in that Google image search and it looks super weird. Like each actual image is this individual image and that shows up there. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can build blog posts way faster. Um, <clears throat> most of our users say that they bu- they build a blog post in in five to ten minutes. Um, Narrative gives you feedback on the SEO of your blog post, and so we use a really simple traffic light system, which is just um, red light this thing you can do way better and this is how orange light this is good but it could be a little bit better and green light you've done really well with this part of your seo and we'll break it down um based off each of the elements that you can improve um you can quickly and easily add image keywords and alt tags to every single image in the blog post um so you can click on any single image and on the right hand side add a keyword to that so maybe like the name of the venue or the location or um the name of the dress or something like that um and you just use the tab key and you can just tab through every single image and add keywords to each of them or you can select a group of images and just add the same um keywords to a group if you want to do it that way um we do a whole lot to ensure that your blog posts load really quickly on your website. Um, people love putting massive amounts of images in blog posts, which is awesome, but yeah. Google hates that. A slow-loading um, page will not load fast on Google. Yeah. So when you publish with Narrative, we resize all of the images to five different image sizes. So regardless of what device the... the um, the user is visiting your website on, it will um, load the perfect size image to ensure it loads really fast. Um, It uses really smart lazy loading. So what it's going to load, it's going to, it's only going to load what's on the screen plus it it loads 2000 pixels of what's about to enter the screen. So as you scroll through a narrative post, um, like the initial page is going to load in a split second. And then as you scroll down, it will start loading what's about to enter the page. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we do all the resizing and so forth for you when you publish. So you don't need to worry about like, you know, like how much should I be, um, 
compressing the images or or what um, width should they be or any of that kind of stuff. You just load in images straight out of Lightroom yeah. and we take care of that for you as well. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but if you re-edit an image any, like in Lightroom, you just overwrite the original file and it's automatically updated yeah. in narrative. Um, one of our one of our, the things that we really struggled with early on was that um, we were with one website platform and we spent a lot of time thinking about how we wanted to move to another, but all of our blog posts were stuck in that platform and that's like the largest part of your website. Yeah. Um, so we were like, we were like, okay, if we move to another platform, then we're going to have to rebuild all of these. But when you have your blog post created in narrative, it gives you the freedom to move from any platform. If you want to move from Squarespace to WordPress, like you can just republish all of those blog posts again on your new, on your new Squarespace um, account. So that's makes it super easy. Yeah. Um, I mentioned you can work offline. You can easily add Pinterest buttons. Uh, we have a magic wand where you can click this button and it designs a blog post for you and it just puts all of the images into the into the post. Uh, we've recently added a feature called animation. So as a user scrolls through the website, the images really nicely fade in as they appear on the screen. I love that feature. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it just makes it feel a little bit more professional, right? Yeah. And it makes your blog post stand, stand out a little bit more. I kind of wish um, that every website I go to now, I wish it would just load that way. <laughs> yeah. so, it feels so much smoother. <laughs> totally, yeah. And um, we also recently introduced another feature called Lightbox where you can click on any image in a narrative post, obviously, if you turn this feature on, and it will go full screen. And the reason why we created this is because I saw people looking at blog posts like on their phone and I would see them like trying to pinch into these like small images to try and see what was in it. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if you could just click on any image in a blog post and it would just go full screen. Yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, we can do that. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so we've created that as a feature as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I could keep going, but yeah. that's kind of a, a, a small intro into some of the some of the killer features in narrative. It's, it seems like you guys have like thought a lot of it through. Like, what, what's your team look like over at Narrative? Mm. Uh, there's ten of us here now. Nice. Um, we're all based here in Auckland. We have a support person based in Barcelona, yeah. um, just so that we can try and get coverage from a few more hours of the day because it's it turns out New Zealand is uh not the best time zone to be based <laughs> on customer support. Um so there's a little chat box on our website and you can jump on if you have questions or or you know having trouble with anything there'll yeah. be someone on the other end of the line to help you out. Um most of our team are photographers yeah. uh who either have come out of um doing weddings or uh, just love photography, which is awesome. I think yeah. Rebecca, who you were speaking to earlier, she, um, yeah, she's also a wedding photographer herself. Yeah. And um, and so I think I, I wanted to create a team of photographers because that's why that's why we exist, right? Yeah. Like the purpose of narrative is to give photographers more, give photographers back more time doing what they love, and that's being behind the camera, not being at your your computer. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, you know, some of my some of my favorite features on on this since I've been using it is uh, I really love how 
how integrated everything is. I mean, you've talked about all the, you know, most of the new features that you have, like the light box and everything. Those are things that, 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 uh, you know, without even really think about it, thinking about it, those are the things people really want to be able to use. Mm. You want to be able to just go on there on your phone, click the photo, swipe through them. You want everything to just be super smooth. Mm. And, and you guys have thought that through. Um, I love the automatic syncing. I use the, um, the app on the desktop to build all my all my posts and it's already mm. happened a few times where you know you know halfway through a blog i'm like ah, you know what i don't really like the way that photo you know flows with with that other one so i can literally just go back in the app switch out the photo hit sync and that's it i don't have to go and copy paste do anything else to it it just mm-hmm. automatically syncs mm-hmm. up and i do love i just love how mm-hmm. quick it is um <laughs> super easy to post and uh the seo feature i think that's really great you know uh, seo comes up a lot because i feel like uh, people really don't understand seo and and that's myself included right like that's such a huge question when you when you look up youtube videos and all this stuff on the internet like there's so many questions about SEO. I feel like no one really understands it. So I think it's great that you guys have made it at least, uh, maybe it's still not easy to understand, but at least you guys have these, these built in, you know, things that make it a little mm-hmm. easier to, to, yeah, to help yeah, you yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can talk about how that works. So, um, narrative will ask you what your focus keywords are. And and so that is, what do you want to rank for in Google? Like what is, if you could pick one, and this is the best strategy when it comes to doing SEO for a blog post. Like if you could pick one term that you wanted to rank for, what would it be? And, um, and so maybe it's the name of the venue or maybe it's the location or maybe it's the kind of wedding, like warehouse wedding or something like that. And so, uh, once you've put in your focus keywords, uh, narrative will start giving you feedback on your whole blog. Like this is how you could change your title. This is how you could change um, your body text. This is how you could change um, the the metadata on the images and so forth, just to help ensure that you're actually going to rank for those focus keywords um, in Google. And I think um, there's a real art in picking those focus keywords. I mean, um, that's one thing that narrative can't do, but I can help you there. Um, like when it comes to pick, picking focus keywords, it's really important to to focus on terms that you think other people won't necessarily have, um, are not also trying to rank for, and that's where you get the biggest ones. So, what I'm, I guess, what I'm saying is, you might think, okay, we're based in Auckland, so we should be trying to rank for Auckland wedding photographer, but every single photographer is trying to rank for Auckland wedding photographer. So that's not going to be my, my focus keywords for most of the blog posts that I have on my website. I'm going to, I'm going to go after um, the name of the venue. I mean, as I said, the type of wedding that it was, um, the, the, the specific location, like there's this Island off Auckland called Waiheke. Maybe I'm going to try rank for that. I'm going to think about the things that like people are not necessarily, um, not everyone is trying to rank for, yeah. and 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 those less less frequently used terms are much easier to rank for. Yeah. So if you have, you know, um, twenty blog posts, thirty blog posts that all rank for slightly less common um, terms, then you're going to be like number one for all of them. Um, so I gave that example. 
uh, warehouse wedding. And I'm pretty sure if you search warehouse wedding Auckland, let me just check before I say this. Yeah, we're number one, right? Warehouse wedding Auckland. Um, and because how many people uh, like decided that they were going to try and um, pick that as a focus keyword? Yeah. Uh, not many. But actually, that's something that heaps of um, brides and grooms are going to be searching before a wedding if that's something that they might be interested in. So we made sure that that's like in the title, that it's in the blog post, that it's in the old text, that it's in the, um, um, the old tags for the images and so forth. And narrative helps you ensure that you do that. Yeah. I think that's that's uh, that's going to help photographers a lot. I mean, it's already, you know, I, I was already kind of integrating some of those things. But you, like I said, uh, it's all in in the app. It's all in the software. It just makes it so much easier uh, to use. Mm. Uh, James, I love that this whole thing, this whole your whole career, this whole thing started from wanting to start a Tumblr blog. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're running a business that is just based on helping people build their blogs. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> I guess I never really thought about that. I love that, um, man. And what happened to Tumblr? Man, they're owned by Flickr now. <laughs> oh, wait. Something like that. Yahoo? No, Yahoo bought them and then someone else bought them. Yeah. <laughs> So, so tell us, uh, what, what, what's next for Chase Wild? What's next for Narrative? What, what are you, what do you got plans for? Yeah. Um, nowadays I shoot about five weddings a year. Um, narrative is my, my full-time job now essentially. And, and, uh, for interesting weddings that come up, um, photograph them. So a couple weekends ago, I was photographing one of the All Blacks weddings. Um, if I get some, a few in, in, interesting destination weddings, then I'll, then I'll take them on board. But, um, yeah, I, most of my time is put towards narrative. It's like I still absolutely love shooting weddings yeah. and I'll always be a wedding photographer. And I think it's really important for me to keep my finger on the pulse as someone who builds software for photographers. Um, but yeah, we're working on a few more things at the moment. Uh, we'll be announcing a new product in Feb next month. So keep your eyes peeled. Awesome. Um, I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a clue, but it's in the space of image selection and culling, um, which is something that's always sucked, and yeah. we're bringing some massive changes to that. So keep your eyes peeled for that. You can tell me after um, we stop recording. I won't tell anybody. You can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty exciting. Uh, stuff going on. I guess I'd say watch this space yeah. um, and, and you'll see what comes along. That's awesome, man. Um, I want to thank you and and your team uh, for hooking up our listeners too. I think uh, I think you guys were able to give us a little discount for narrative, which I'm going to share uh, in the show notes. I'll have the link and the discount code and everything. Uh, but I want to thank you guys. You guys are, you guys have a, a really amazing product and it, and from everyone I've talked to, you and your team, everyone's been so great. You guys are all so genuine, and that's that's why I wanted to have you on and talk to you because you know I love what you guys are doing. Awesome! Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, it's great chat. Before before I leave you, I wanna I want you to give um, I want I want you to share just a little bit of advice that you might give to photographers looking to start their own business as wedding photographers or or maybe even more specifically. Uh, destination wedding photographers 
Yeah. So I guess I touched on this earlier, but early on, it's really important to focus on just establishing your portfolio, right? So what helps you get bookings? It's a beautiful portfolio. And people would often say to me like, oh, um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to generate some income. Um, and so I'm giving this person a discount and, you know, at least it's not, it's not a lot of money, but it's at least it's some money. And I would always say to them, is that booking going to improve your portfolio? Is that going to get you your next booking? And they would say, oh, it's not really that great. And I would say, they're not, that's not worth giving you a discount. It's not worth giving them a discount because you don't get anything from that. Like your, your most important, um, focus when you're early and you're not getting the kind of bookings you want is to create content like the kind of bookings you want. And so you need to do whatever it is to get that on your website. People, when a bride is looking um, through photographers' websites to see their work, they're not actually looking at how good your photography is or what your skills are. They're actually just looking at the photos and how the subject or the wedding looks and asking themselves, do I want a wedding that looks like that? And that's that's all subconscious, right? So if they're having like a $200,000 wedding, you know, at some like amazing location with like a $20,000 installation of florals and you don't have anything on your website that looks like that, then there's, they're not going to book you. Or if they want to get married like on top of a mountain – which they flew to in a helicopter um, and do some like crazy adventure and you don't have anything on your website like that, you're not going to book anything like that. Um, so getting the portfolio pieces in your in your website of the kind of work that you want to do is the most important thing. Um, and so for us, like what that looked like is uh, like I remember um, one of the first elopement inquiries we had was this couple coming from Germany to elope in New Zealand and they were like, oh, we want to get married um, at this beach in the Coromandel, like it's this white sand beach and we want to kind of do this and do that. And, uh, and I emailed back and I was like, yeah, cool, we can do that. I've actually got this other idea that I've really been wanting to do. Like, would you be interested in getting married in one of the deserts in the center of New Zealand which is like a desert and a mountain and like this crazy location and they were like yeah sure and I was like awesome like I'll plan all of it you just got to turn up to Auckland we'll drive down we'll do the, we'll do the elopement I'll organize like the celebrant I'll make some suggestions um, for florists and, and, and hair and makeup and that was like one of our first like super crazy outdoor like out there in the middle of nowhere elopements and that led on to a whole set of um couples who flew to new zealand for us to take them out into the middle of nowhere into some crazy locations but you've got to make it happen um and it's worth giving a discount or even doing something for free if it's going to like uh expand your portfolio in in the way that you need it to But um, but that but that's it's only the case that you would do that for and and if you need to like call up one of your mates and be like man I know you guys got married two years ago but like I really want to get some photos that look like this could you put your wedding dress on again so that I can kind of get that kind of content then you know you've got to do that yeah when we when we travelled around the world and we met our 
favorite photographers or the most influential photographers that we knew, I, I kind of remember having a lasting thought at the end of that trip. And, and it was that um, there was one thing that was consistent across all of those photographers and it was that they all worked really hard. They all were really passionate about what they did and they were relentless in, um, in their processes. And so, you know, they weren't the kind of people who were trying to do photography as a side gig. They were like, they were waking up thinking about their photography and their business and they were going to sleep thinking about it. And um, not everyone has the time and the emotional energy to, to do that. And I think you can run a successful wedding photography business without committing that 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 much um to it but i i think it's helpful to know that like yeah that's 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 what it looked like for us and i think that's what it looked like looks like for a lot of the people that you really look look up to yeah i love it be passionate and be relentless <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> Uh, well, you have an impressive portfolio, James. Your work is beautiful. You've built a business centered uh, around helping people like me who really need services like Narrative. Uh, so I just want to thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show. And please let everyone know where they, they can find you. Awesome. Yeah. So our website is uh, www.narrative.so. That's S-O. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I think you're going to share uh, a coupon code so if you can download a free trial um, and the coupon code will give you 15% off narrative as well. So, Thank you, man. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to be on here. Of course. <laughs> uh, glad, to, glad to be here. Thanks for, thanks for chatting. And that's it, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget, uh, if you go down to the show notes, you can find a link to narrative.so. You can go uh, get your free trial of the software. You could also use the discount code DelToroPhoto to get 15% off of narrative uh go check it out it's great software i really enjoyed having james on um if if you haven't had a chance to look at his work go check out chase wild um and then also go check out narrative for all your blogging needs if you guys have any questions about any of it feel free to reach out to me you can find me on instagram at wedding photo podcast you can find me on twitter at del toro photo and you can also join our facebook group where we have discussions about different topics i post articles on, on things happening in the wedding photography industry and you can ask questions uh, to me there personally or if you want something answered on the podcast as well uh, go check it out uh, leave the podcast a five-star rating leave me a review it helps this uh, podcast continue to grow so thank you everyone for listening to another episode and we will see you on the next one